Recently, I was in New Orleans, that magical place below the sea, where a woman in a large black hat handed me a chocolate treat she said was loaded with psychedelic mushrooms. Well, I love fungus, and I was eager to take my reality up a notch. So I eagerly ingested the mushy treat and waited for my mind to explode. And boy, did things get weird. It was warm at night. People were pronouncing donuts wrong. I saw people drinking outside, all of them just outside drinking at like 10 a.m. A street vendor was selling alligators on sticks. People were flashing each other, and I heard the sounds of what seemed like hundreds of brass instruments all being played at once. Yes, it was quite different than what you'd expect in a quaint, quiet place like the Big Easy. I was happy to get back to my hotel room and then back to New York, where I could safely reach out and grasp the very real metal handles of the mighty portal that leads into the Deep Night. Friends, hello, it's me, Dale Seaver. We have such a great program for you tonight. Something indeed to be thankful for. It's another live episode of the show recorded at the Slipper Room in New York City. This hour of regrets, revelations, and rising stars comes to you as it always does from the foul banks of the Gowanus, where we also picked up a new sponsor. In addition to some other things I can't shake, despite numerous treatments with antibiotics. Our thanks to the Gowana Souvenir Shop for providing some goodies to give out at the show. Check them out if you can on Union Street in Brooklyn. Find a perfect gift for the Gowanus enthusiast in your household this holiday season. So me. <laughs> it's good if you want to get gifts for me. Go there. Tonight's show, oh, it's a gift unto itself. We had such fun talking with comedian Sarah Lazarus and Wenjiko Eke. And we got to know musician Kylie Lotz, who also performs as pedal. And we talked to the star of Mozart in the Jungle and the lead singer of the band Lola Kirk and the Lola Kirks, Miss Lola Kirk. Oh, we also had music on the theremin from Cornelius Loy. And I tell you, we had some fun with the interstitial bits this time. So I hope you enjoy that. See if you pick up what I'm putting down. Now, from whatever corner of the multiverse you happen to be in now, I invite you to take my audio hand in yours and travel with me ever further into that great expanse we call the Deep Night. Our portals are open. <laughs> Some of our portals are a little too open. <laughs> Hello, Scorpios. We see you. We get it. Oh, it's so great. Here we are. We've arrived at the uh, deep night here at the world-famous Slipper Room in New York City. And isn't it feel good, doesn't it? Just feel good for all of us. I, I am Dale Seaver, noted mystic, recently voted sexiest shaman alive. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. And uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, uh, no surprise, I also sell essential oils from the home. Uh, I make them by skimming the flotsam and jetsam off of the top of the Gowanus Canal and then squeezing that through a sock 
uh, it's been washed, and I come up with such great uh, uh, oils that you should, uh, I wouldn't diffuse them, maybe rub them, maybe external use is good, and they come in such wonderful uh, scents that you can use for the home, uh, scents like um, uh, uh, idling Verizon truck, and Whole Foods basement, and melting tire, and was that you? Uh, it's just very relaxing scents, and in a pinch can also be used as gasoline. Uh, <laughs> if you are down by the Gowanus Canal, which I assume you're all very familiar with, I encourage you to go visit our new sponsor, the Gowanus Souvenir Shop, which uh, is, as it sounds, a place where you can uh, obtain things from your wonderful visit down to the Gowanus. And it's much easier than the way I normally do it, which involves bolt cutters and a full-body rubber suit and the cover of darkness. So definitely go check them out over on Union Street. And if you do, my goodness, look at this. Uh, they, they gave us this towel here. That's a resort wear, I guess. I know, I know. So listen, if you go swimming in the Gowanus, this ain't going to help. You have a, uh, basically a terminal STD at that point. So, uh, but Laura Frost, you're here? All right, it's your birthday. Come and get it. Come over here and get it, if you can, or there, whichever way. There you go. There you go. Happy birthday. Thanks. Wanna enjoy it. I would say... Think of me when you use it, but we're in the PTA together, and that would be awkward. Uh, so that's great. Happy birthday. Just to start things off, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to do a quick psychic read of the room. That gives me a sense of who's here tonight, and it gives you a sense of your destiny. So let's just do that. Cornelius, if I can have a little bit of uh, music. Sotto voce, if uh, you please, see if you play. And Johnny, a little lighting for this. Because I need to use my powers. Let's begin. Bleak, 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 bleak. Well, bleak, 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 bleak. Oh, now I'm getting a very specific reading. This is wild, but you are going to have a very erotic encounter. At a breakfast section of a bed and breakfast, I think a scone might be involved, and I want to say Montpelier. <laughs> Have fun with that, yes. And then, oh my. Well, at least your last night was memorable. <laughs> That's a dark note to end on. Cornelius Lawyer's here. Whoa. Cornelius. Loy playing, that's it. That's, I assume everyone knows what a theremin is, but that is it. Also relaxing. That's wonderful. Cornelius, how are you? Do you have anything planned for the uh, solstice coming up? I have no plans at all, no. No, well, I'll be doing my usual thing of uh, uh, hanging upside down from my meditation ladder for a full moon cycle and then just devouring an entire can of pumpkin pie mix. <laughs> just straight from the can. Why does anybody bother making a pie out of it? It's so delicious. Cornelius, have you ever eaten anything straight from a can? Uh, straight from a can? Yeah. 
I think I've eaten the pumpkin straight from a can. Yeah, right. I'm it's a good. Fan. You don't need the crust. Just no do crust, it. Just the pumpkin. That's how we go through life, isn't it, Cornelius? It's true. Just bold. right from a can. A couple of bold fellas eating stuff out of a can. <laughs> That's the kind of people you want to know. Well, that's <laughs> great. Cornelius will be here uh, practicing a little bit of witchcraft on the theremin all evening. Thanks, Dale. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think there it is. Uh, <laughs> Loosen something up for me. Thank you, uh, Cornelius. So uh, let's get started. We have a wonderful show tonight. We're going to be casting a spell on all of you, and I can't wait. So let's bring up uh, our first guest. You may know her from a little thing called Twitter or uh, maybe the Brooklyn Comedy Festival or the Eugene Merman Comedy Festival. She's just terrific. Let's bring her up, Sarah Lazarus. Sarah. There you go. There you go, please. Seems like it would be a, a trespass to put a water bottle on this beautiful table. Well, you don't want to disturb the spirits of the cards, do you? No, of course not. Do you like tarot cards and that kind of thing? I've never done tarot cards. Me neither. You can believe it. I can believe it. I don't it. believe it when you said it. <laughs> no way, we can do it. Uh, there's always great things that come up, uh, and you pull one and you think, gosh, why are they so angry, mm. you know? But then it always turns out to be a good thing. Like, yay, castles that are bleeding. It's a whole thing, but we can get into it. But, uh, Sarah, you are a comedian. Mm -hmm. And every time I think, oh, I've met all the comedians. Oh, another one, one pops up. <laughs> Hiding in the dirt. Here you are. Usually from Vassar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at this point, this show could be a Vassar alumni program. Really? Who else? Yeah. Oh, a lot of people. We can talk about it later. Okay. Cornelius, is there a hum? Is there a hum you could take care of? Sorry about that. Hang on. That's okay, Cornelius. It's all right. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, do you ever get a hum like that at the sure. home? Sure. And you think, gosh, I really wish that wouldn't keep going. Sometimes you're at the library or something, and you think, I can't concentrate anymore on what I'm supposed to be doing. But uh, now, Sarah Lazarus, as a comedian, you're out there. I want to know what's got your goat, what's sticking in the craw of Sarah Lazarus from Tacoma Park, Maryland, which sounds like it might be a made-up place and or a corporate park where my real dad works. Well, Tacoma Park, very made up. It's, it's like a, a small Berkeley of the East. Yes. There's a statue of a rooster in the town square. It oh, that's commemor nice. commemorates a real rooster <laughs> who, who got hit by a car, and they made a statue of him. Oh, that's sad. It but is. that's one of the statues we want to keep around, isn't I, it? Yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm not mad about. No, keep it up. Keep that it proud up. cock flying up there. Mm -hmm. You met an unfortunate end. You did. Some cocks often do. But uh, that it, it, what's his name? What's the uh, rooster's name? Uh, Roscoe. Well, of course it is. Of course. Yeah. What else would it be? <laughs> Was he a good-looking rooster? He's fine. Yeah. It's hard to tell with chickens. I don't know. Yeah, what are the... What's the rubric? Exactly. Shiny feathers? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it means greasy for roosters. Maybe it means un unwashed. It's, n it's not, that's not, not for me. Mm -mm. It's not greasy for me. No. I don't like a greasy rooster. Of course not. If there's one thing people should know about me. <laughs> but what's happening right now? What are you thinking about? What's top of the mind there? Oh, well, I mean, it's been a terrible news cycle the last couple of weeks thinking Ye about that. Yep. That's got me real upset. I started collaging this week to relieve stress. That's great. Oh, was that a, a collager? 
A lot of collage enthusiasts out here. This audience is full of collage enthusiasts. A lot of I can tell. exacto I can smell blades them. at the ready. Mm-hmm. I bought a self-healing cutting mat. I was cutting on cardboard, and that was a mess. Oh, my. That'll dull the blade is of what course. that'll do. Of course. You get stuck in there. Yep. It's not good. No good. So you got the self-healing mat. Mm-hmm. That's uh, terrific. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get it? Oh, this little art store near me? Yeah. Seems like a good place to support. <laughs> Absolutely. We need our small businesses to keep going. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, other than the roosters, there other stuff happening in, in at Tacoma Park. Oh, oh, there's so much happening in Tacoma Park. There's an annual folk festival. Yeah. There's an annual street festival, an annual jazz festival. Man. Yeah. There's um. There's one house that might be a cult. <laughs> you know, what? it's a purple house, and the family only wears purple, and they have a purple car, and it's. Possi- it might be just like a thing that they enjoy, or it might it might be a little more than that. Yes. <laughs> I like this purple family. Yeah. Maybe they love Grimace. That's probably it. That's it's, But purple is a thing. Some people really lock into it, and then they wear it all the time. Oh, my mom loves purple. Does she? Mm-hmm. What about that Red Hat Society? They're purple and red, aren't they? That sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, or ladies in purple with red hats. The contrast. It's wonderful to think about, isn't it? Do they do anything else, or they just they go they go around wearing the things, and that's as far as I can tell, that's it. They go to the malls and they wear the hats, and then they have some kind of gathering, and maybe they have a brunch, and that's enough for me. Yeah, you don't need an activity. You don't (laughs) have to read the same book. No, have a uniform. Have a big hat. Go about your life. Exactly. It's wonderful. You know what I've been thinking a lot about is the future, sure. uh, Sarah, and uh, I've been thinking about robots, because how can you help it? Mm. And uh, I, then I started thinking about, we have all these Roombas, and we have all these cats, right? A- and they're all out there, and they're basically the same thing, just working in opposite directions. One, uh, they both sit around the house all day, mm-hmm. and one uh, kind of cleans things up, and one makes a mess. So what if there was a way to combine the two in some kind of cyborgian technology hybrid that we could have a, I don't know what it would be called, a Kumba, a uh, room kitty, uh, whatever the thing would be. Uh-huh. But then it could kind of work to, to both dirty and clean, but it's in the house all day. I don't think that would create a terrible vacuum, the combination of... Of cleaning and dirtying all in the same thing? <laughs> you think it would implode? Think it would make create a, 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 a black hole in hole, the universe. A rip in the time space continuum? We'd all fall into it. <laughs> well, that would be an unfortunate side effect of my would experiments with Roombas and cats. Do you imagine is cat shaped or Roomba shaped primarily? <gasps> oh, that's such a good question. I think of it as a very fat, round cat. Hmm. Still got the head. Flat the on the bottom. Flat on the bottom. Needs to be able to go under the coffee table. So it's like dispersing a mess with the front, and then as it, it's like a reverse snowplow. You got it. I got it. We should collaborate on this. I'm in. <laughs> Good. You know, I think that uh, cats could be more productive, just generally. I think ancient Egypt times, you had very productive cats. They were guarding tombs. They were chasing scarabs. They were involved. They were participating in communities. And now, what are we just, just lazing, loafing about? I don't... Uh, I, just I still think we got some upstanding members of the cat community. 
well, point counterpoint. What a fascinating conversation. <laughs> I mean, your your bodega cats. You got your bookstore okay. cats. They're okay. holding it all together. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. Those are the two. <laughs> <laughs> the two productive. My areas. parents have a cat that plays fetch. Really? That's pretty productive. Well, uh, well that keeps the whole family entertained. Yeah. <laughs> Minutes and minutes. <laughs> you don't have to talk to each other. Mm-mm, you just throw that hair tie down the stairs and off you go. <laughs> Are you looking forward to Thanksgiving? I am. Yeah. You go down there to D.C., Metro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have some fun. I'm going to be making an, uh, a crystal turkey, which is uh, it's, it's not actually crystal. Thank you for asking. It's just a gelatin that's very hard. And uh, I put it in, I studied mold making, so I put it in a mold. It's this purple grape, you know, jello. And I make it in this mold, and then I bake it in a meringue around the top of it. And then you kind of have to hit it with a hammer, like a geode, and it opens up, like, my gosh, look at this turkey. And I say, it's amethyst, but it's really not. We all know it's jello. And then we just dig in and have a good time. Oh, it sounds beautiful. It is. It's fun to make. <laughs> and that's what I like to get out of Thanksgiving. Just have some activities for myself. Of course. Yeah, it's really good. Do you think about time travel? You know, a little bit, every now and again. When would you go? Ooh, ah, uh, well, definitely when, uh, you know, English is a language. I don't want to get stuck out of my element, you know. It's complicated. Sure. Yeah. Maybe Shakespearean times, I think, would be interesting. Elizabethan times. Yeah. You good with rhymes? Sure. Yeah. Collars, big collars. Oh, all about the roughs. <laughs> the intricate tapestries. That's right. I'll make a tapestry all day. And isn't it wonderful? We don't know anything that really happened back then. Prior to it's 1960, all it's all conjecture. Mm-hmm. We have no way of knowing what happened in the ancient world. No one wrote a thing down. No one. It's in Shakespearean just like times. I no one wrote anything. What I think there was a person named Shakespeare, because that sounds like a reasonable thing. Yeah, I sure, believe it. Sure. I like thinking about it. Where would you go? When would I go? When would you go? I would only go to the future, huh. where there's more progressive ideas, a lot of bad ideas in the past. So you think it's it's just a straight upward, we're only progressing. Absolutely. That's very optimistic. Yeah. I think recent events have proven that true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I can't think of a single counterexample. No, it is not as anything. hard as I try. No, just steady just march upwards. Yeah. <laughs> but now you you also perform on the tight ship and resistance comedy shows. Mm-hmm. You have some fun doing that. I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tight ship is uh it's near the Goliaths. It's in Park Slope. Yeah, and it's uh, Gowanus adjacent is what I call that whole area. Mm-hmm. That's most of Brooklyn is Gowanus adjacent. I would true. say true, absolutely true. Yeah, we have a mix of stand-ups and characters and characters. Gets yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's tricky to pull off. It is. It's not always. We don't always pull it off. You don't always do <laughs> it. Sometimes it's just a person in a scarf or a hat. Sometimes. <sighs> not enough. You need to invest real time. Like I don't know, fifteen, twenty years. Really live in the character, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if only two people listen to it, it doesn't matter. No. Just craft. It's about the craft. I feel Sarah. like we have to point out that we're wearing the same thing almost. Oh, did you get your turtleneck at a swap? A turtle swap? No, it's from, H- it's from H&M, the great turtle swap. Oh, yeah, the original turtle swap. The great turtle American swap. turtle swap. And I actually, when I, this morning, 
I just got dressed in a haze, and then when I got to work, I remembered that you actually had said in the email that you would be wearing a black turtleneck, and I panicked. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he's no, think no. it was on purpose. <laughs> well, one, I'm flattered, of course. That's wonderful. But I always encourage people to wear turtlenecks. Mm. You should come down to the pier sometime when we do a turtle swap. Because it's a lot happens? of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yep. Who's down there? Who, the, who are the mainstays? Oh, well, we've got Paul, and he's got an assortment of it's kind of more cable knit things, more sweaters and things oh, for us. too heavy for me. It's a little heavy because I like to layer. And so I always kind of, hi, Paul, and then I breeze past. Right. And uh, uh, let's see. Get out see. of there. You know, it's a, it's a fun group. We, we get together and do some things. And I don't know. It's fun. I'm trying to, maybe I thought about a color, a color one, maybe do a different color. Ooh, bold. I know it's. Just, I've it's tried a big on a maroon one, and it, you know, black is what it's all about with a turtleneck. <sighs> I agree. I agree. It's you can't hard. Push those boundaries. It's hard to push those boundaries. I did think about buying a shirt on my lunch break today, so that I wouldn't be wearing the same shirt as you. <laughs> but then I, I got very hungry, so I ate lunch instead. Well, I think it's very flattering, and I'm glad you're uh, uh, comfortable in it, and you should be comfortable here. Yep. And uh, I okay. hope that you'll wear it in other shows. Will you? I never. I'm never taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good news for all of us. A second skin. <laughs> well, uh, where can we see you next, Sarah? Oh, well, I will be uh, at a friend's art gallery opening in Chinatown on Saturday. <laughs> oh, well, check that out. I don't know what it's called or what time it is. I can't wait to see you all there. <laughs> and that is how you plug an event, ladies and gentlemen. That's perfect. Well, I've enjoyed having you on. Can you stick around? If of you want to contribute, you can. Sarah Lazarus, everybody. Thank you. Sarah, thank you. You can put that there. Take your water with you. There it is. Skilled in the art of panels. Uh, all right, our next uh, guest we're going to bring up here. She uh, hails from my home state of Pennsylvania, and she's been hailed by no less than the New York Times as the future of rock and roll. Please welcome Kylie Lotz to the stage. Oh, there she is. When they come this way, it surprises me. How are you, Kylie? That's great. Here you are. Kylie, how are you? The pride of Lackawanna County. <laughs> it's so nice to see you. And, uh, boy, you talk about Thanksgiving. You get to Scranton, mm. Pennsylvania, where you're from, mm. and they get some great coal-smoked turkeys there, Ooh, don't they? Yeah. It's delicious. We are full of illustrious coal turkeys. Lots of great coal turkeys. Yeah. It's the one place where anywhere you go, and I've traveled all over everywhere and uh, you get there and you see the kids at christmas time are so happy to get coal in their stockings because yes. it means business is good it, it's booming yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. it's great with, with the the cheeto man in charge absolutely go coal, coal. right i think we can all agree so scranton's doing fucking it's, great it's a boom yeah that's wonderful <laughs> Well, uh, that's you. You you are from Scranton, yes. which is Mar. You really put Scranton on the map, though, didn't you? Oh, I I don't know about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jason Miller, the playwright. Yeah. He lived there, and he died on a bar stool in downtown Scranton, and we have a statue with his, of his head. Oh, it's like the not rooster. his real head. Yeah, Roscoe and Jason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who put Scranton on the map. Truly, I know it's so spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spooky Down statues. at Farley's, he just <laughs> took a swig of a drink and... And that's it. Dead. God bless mm. him. 
Uh, well, I like statues. Maybe somebody will make a statue of me. Maybe. I'm going to fall off this chair. Oh, no. No, Joe Biden, also from Scranton. Uh, sure. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I love Joe. I think the interesting about interesting thing about Scranton is every four years when it, it's time to elect a new person to be in charge, yeah. um, everyone has some weird connection to Scranton all of a sudden. <laughs> And they all show up, <laughs> and I'm like, you can give two flying fucks about us every other year, but every four years it's like, my grandma's cousin is from this coal mine in town, and gosh, I just love you, and this is my family, and I'm like, bye. <laughs> like, right. girl, bye. See ya. Um, Hillary Rodham's parents are buried in the oh, Court Street right. Cemetery. Right. I forgot. In yeah. North Scranton. So in my mind, she's a little bit more... A little more authentic. Yeah. Um, now, uh, you also, I don't know a lot about alter egos, but you mm. have this alter ego. Is that correct to say that you perform as Petal? I do. And so is that a place to hide from the darkness of existence? What is Petal? You know what? I think it's kind of the opposite. It's the opposite. I think that's where I really dive the fuck in there. I'm just like, I've got my snorkel on, and I'm just like, dark, let's go. Almost as if you're mining the darkness. Yes. Finally, someone gets it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I have a really German name, and it's aesthetically unpleasing, I think, and so I decided to Google five-letter words and... (laughs) <laughs> I picked that one. <laughs> That's a good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a really great story. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, well, and but how how long has a pedal been with you? Do you actually find it, consider it a different person? No, it's me. No, it's you. Just a, a name that isn't. And that's the name of the band, so different people come in and play uh, with you. Yeah, I hire my friends to um, get paid very menially to drive around in a van with me (laughs) a couple months out of the year. Um, uh, Yeah, so it's like a little bit of a rotating cast of characters. I like van trips. I do it for free. You want to come? Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, uh, your recent, uh, your albums that you have out there, uh, you start Scout. Was one of them? That was my first one. And then uh, Shame, yeah. which I can relate to. <laughs> Summer of 92. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Intramural volleyball. Oh, no. It was difficult. Difficult. <laughs> yeah. Throw the T-shirt on the ground. It was difficult. <laughs> difficult for me. Um, but that's uh, full of beautiful, beautiful songs and oh, beautiful stories. So and it is li- it's a little dark. And yeah. then you move out of that from into into comfort, mm-hmm. which you think is going to be again the progression, but it's tough stuff keeping too, it, isn't it? Keeping it sad, baby. It's like the <laughs> lyrics and the music that you write is like a little seed that gets planted in my heart, and then it grows up, dark and entangling my organ, suffocating it in a, a lover's embrace, not unlike my wife Galinda's embrace. Now that oh. I think about it, and crushing my heart and then maybe you tap on the thing and it would not unlike my crystal turkey yeah, actually just, just kind of <laughs> just do and then yeah. my heart is actually dust on the inside <laughs> thank Excuse you cornelius me. yeah yeah you can use that for the liner notes if you want oh to. I, I will yeah yeah my music does tend to creep in much like seasonal affective disorder <laughs> it does <laughs> but it, it really is effective too oh, i mean it's you. very emotional listening Thanks. to it you it's definitely like i'm alone in the dark and i'm sad yeah 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 
Yeah. Which I often am, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. We can, like, just hang out and... Just be in the dark? And just be sad. Oh, yeah. I think people don't do it enough. Be I sad to get sad parties. Well, at least openly, which yeah. is why I, I do what I do. Because no, I yeah. if I didn't, I'd probably go fucking crazy. That's what this and show is all about. And other people yeah. to be sad. Yeah, yeah. We all have to get on the train. It we know what that's like. I know. Yeah. It blows. Yeah. You know, so you have to put that somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> now, on comfort, you cover Silver Spring I by, uh, uh, she's kind of a witch, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stevie Ooh, Nicks. Yeah, yeah. I went to see her in San Francisco at a jazz festival, <laughs> and my goodness, we were all just, you can't imagine the size of the sleeves at that concert. <laughs> so many blouses and so many big sleeves just out there in the audience. It was but magnificent. secrets. Yeah, <laughs> so put them in the sleeves. Yeah. I keep mine in my neck. You know what you're talking about, my turtleneck. No, um, stuff full. <laughs> full of secrets. <laughs> um, now, Kylie, speaking of shame, uh, I gather that maybe you were also part of a historical reenactment of some kind? You gather that? I want to say a Scranton Reads event in 2010. Am I right? Oh, my God, are you talking about the adventures of Tom Sawyer? I feel like I must be. <laughs> <laughs> that was my my sophomore year of college yeah? production. Oh. I was I went to theater school. Theater school. Sarah also uh, studied oh, drama, is that yeah. right? There you go. And now look at what's happening. Dead for life. <laughs> That's right. It the counts. Dream. It counts. Yeah. 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 You got the bonnet. You wore everything. I did. I I, I played um one Becky Thatcher. Hey. Yeah. That's a good role, a beady role. I <laughs> it is definitely challenging. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it's most often described. I know. Becky a meaty role. Yeah, <laughs> Becky Thatcher. <laughs> Becky Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wore a horrible wig because I had this haircut when I was a sophomore in college because oh. I didn't quite know that I was a closeted bisexual yet. Sure. But I decided I was going to cut off all my hair. It was going to be amazing. And then they put me in this horrible wig. and then And then I was like, <laughs> Were you playing bisexual Becky Thatcher? In a way. Yes, in right? In a way, yeah. Yeah. Becky was like looking at Tom and then she was like, but <laughs> hey girl. <laughs> so <laughs> um no, yeah. That year I was walking down the street in Scranton, which is mm, a little ho dunk. Yeah. Despite being an urban place. No, there's one street. Yeah, you walk down Just it. Just one. Yeah. And on that Looking. one street one day, <laughs> I was walking <laughs> to class, and I had just gotten my fresh do, and I was feeling pretty good. You yeah, know? sure, sure. You know, like a fresh do can make you feel. Yeah, absolutely. Someone yelled out the window, like, dyke. And it was the first moment I actually went, oh, my God, you're kind of right. <laughs> and I was like, I have to grow up my hair now. Um, and just used to, like, casting It's going to be easier if my hair is long. <laughs> That bullshit. <laughs> That's right. Now I'm just queer as fuck. I don't, I don't give a shit. And there we go. Absolutely. What up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that, and I like the, I like uh, Tom Sawyer being kind of a place to really explore uh, yeah, Tom sexuality Sawyer, a, a and the gender fantasia. binary. Yep, yep. What is that white fence all about? You know? 
<laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to answer. I'm just thinking about it now. Uh, we had a gym teacher that loved to dress in Civil War regalia and do the Gettysburg uh, reenactments. Wow! And she was a handsome lady as well. Is she single? <laughs> I don't I don't know now. She'd be quite old. Oh. Uh, but uh, she oh. also taught us jujitsu, which is a good thing to keep in your back pocket as you're walking through the streets of Scranton. And. And when you're reenacting the Civil War. Sure, sure. Lots of jujitsu was <laughs> used. <laughs> you might That's why that. we won. Exactly. Quite frankly. She was way ahead of the game. She knew. She fucking knew. <laughs> I like thinking about her doing jujitsu so much. <laughs> I'm just going to take a moment and laugh it off. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Cornelius. Wonderful. Uh, so you've been uh, touring a little bit. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I just got back after um, like three months. I was out with my dear friend Julian Baker yeah. last, and I got home about yeah. She friggin' rocks. She's the best. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we um we played town hall in New York. Man, how about that? It was that? crazy. Yeah. My mom was there. She got trashed. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. She was like, Kai, I'm gonna go next door for a drink as I'm like selling merch and sweating, and she had a great time. Good so, for her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I just got back and I went home and rolled up with my my cat Frankenstein and um and yes, it's been pretty nice. That's I'm happy to be home. Good, good. We're <laughs> happy you're home. And uh, you're going to be doing some dates in Philadelphia, I gather. Yeah, this weekend. Um, I'm at Everybody Hits in Philly. And then the next time in New York is with my good friend Kevin Devine. Um, we're playing at the Music Hall of Williamsburg on the December 16th. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Will you go down to Scranton for Thanksgiving? I will. Wonderful. Yeah. To my Trump-loving uncle's house. Oh! It's going to be fierce and <laughs> amazing. Oh, well, I wish you well in that <laughs> endeavor. <you> <laughs> it's so great to yeah. meet you and have you Thanks on the show. Can you stick you. around? Absolutely. You I got a new album coming out in the spring? I do, yeah. It, uh, I, it's te I technically can't talk about it, but like, who gives a shit? Like, I'm I not, don't know. I never know. not that important. Yeah. You know? It, it'll be out in May. That's... I think you're important. Well, thank you. I think I'm important. And I think <laughs> <laughs> Sarah is important. That's how you do it. Do you see this? <laughs> this what are these? Meese? Meese. The meese? One bear? That's a tree. Oh. Yeah, this is important to me, too. Thank you so much. I think you're killing it. And we can talk about that later. Thank but you. Kylie, it's so great to have you. Thanks, Kylie, lots, everybody. Pedal. Look for pedal. Look for pedal on your iTunes or what have you. Next up, a great comedian who has been featured also in the uh, Brooklyn Comedy Festival, Cinderblock uh, Comedy Festival, Wanjiko Eke. Wanjiko, come on up. There we go. How are you? Good. Welcome. I, I also, I would have worn all black, <laughs> but I'm glad I, I have other pants in 
around. <laughs> well, you got some kind of locker situation where you have pants? I, I, I have my backpack with me all, at all times, and I was like, I have pants in here. And then I realized I had, like, two other pants, you know, options. Okay. Boy. Well, one of them was black, too, so... Listen, that's a, great, that's a great lesson for all of us to have some pants in our backpack. I'm trying to be better at being an adult. I feel like, you know, a backpack full of pants, at least you're prepared, you know, <laughs> prepared for something. <laughs> they don't teach you that. They don't teach you that, no. right? No. Okay. Have, a, have a pack full of pants I at mean, the ready. think about it. Wanjiko, uh, it's so wonderful to have you here. Now, I also know that you were involved <laughs> in some capacity with this uh, project, Witch Hunt. Yes, Witch Hunt is great. Comedy series that was uh, ongoing and inspired by uh, the Salem Witch Trials, one yes. of our funniest historic events uh, of all time. Uh, what else could it be, you know? Really? A great, great trial. One okay. of the great trials. <laughs> of all the trials, that was one. <laughs> and I am descended from people, that, from one of the original witches. I know, it's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. Sit with it for a moment. And uh, one of the ones they tried to sink or something. But what, uh, what was the behind that, being inspired by it? You helped get it off the ground. I understand that maybe you are no longer involved with it. Uh, I, th I mean, the whole point is just to feature, you know, great women comedians in the city. That's the whole point. And uh, why not use the name? I don't know. Absolutely. And did you ever uh, meet uh, uh, an, an actual witch? Somebody, because Cornelius is a, is a male witch, and uh, I hope that he's uh, back there practicing only good magic. Right, Cornelius? Right, Cornelius? Right, Cornelius? Good magic? That's right, Dale. That's right. Good. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got worried. But did you meet anybody that you felt like, like, like that's a, a real uh, a real witch? Somebody that has uh, some kind of a you know what I mean? The uh, essence. The essence. If I you mean, will. I'm starting to feel it behind me. I haven't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, it, it's definitely there. You know, uh, other yeah. than that, no, not not really. No. No, no. But okay, well, tell me about rugby. You played rugby. <laughs> I did play rugby. I, I, I think it's the, if, especially if you're a gay chick, like, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, it's how you mate. It's a special system set up to help us benefit. Well, in my day, it was field hockey. Okay. Field hockey. But you're saying now rugby has taken the place of field hockey. Field hockey sounds like you need so much coordination. Rugby is without coordination? You just run I into mean, each other? I mean, sometimes you just run into each other. You don't even know what play it is. It's just a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Field hockey, I'm just, and you got to follow a ball. I'm just like, what am I, yeah. all of this to hang out afterwards? That's a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> There's an investment in gear that you're uncomfortable with. Yeah, that's a lot of, you I know, see. any extra stuff is just Ugh, pretty I unnecessary. Know. I you know. know, I get mm. it. And, uh, but you, uh, were you doing rugby while you lived in Austin? Are you from Austin? Yes, I'm from Austin, and I, I played when I went to school there. GT, but it's not a big deal. Uh, I was there. What's I that? I, 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 I That's a big deal. Is it a big deal? It was a UT a, if Austin. You, if you live in That's Austin, it's like a big. Sure. You, there's a lot of parties. I don't know. Yeah. You were orange. I, I don't know what connects me exactly. <laughs> Longhorns? That's, That's it, yeah. 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 I, I've been to Austin. Did you see all the Longhorn shirts? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. It's the culture. I mean, if you don't have a shirt, do you even have a shirt? I, I don't have a shirt. No, I, I don't. Did I you, it's like, do you even appreciate the city? Now that you're saying it, I feel no. I feel like, okay. no, I wish I could. Okay. I just <laughs> but one of the things about Austin, you get down there, 
and you love being down in the south, don't you? And you get down there and you think, okay, Austin, everything's like, keep Austin weird. But you walk around Austin, they got some bats there. They got some very expensive cowboy boots. And uh, they have a place where you can buy a cupcake off of an Airstream trailer. Now, yes. to me, that's not weird enough for me t to want to keep it that way. Mm. You want to see weird, mm. you come with me to the Lowe's parking lot at 3 a.m. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll get real strange real fast down there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's weird for the South. I don't know what that means. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't, I have no idea. Like, you know, you go to other cities, you're like, okay. Like other cities, like you go to, it'd be like you know, like <coughs> a white family with dreads holding their kid trying to sell like oils. I'm like, we're not that weird. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're not yeah. as we're not we're not. It's not, not there. The food tastes great. Food is good. <laughs> Migas is good. Uh, but uh, what's the weirdest place that you've been? That's really tough. Um, weirdest place I've been. I think Portland's very weird. Portland's weird. Yeah. Have you been there? Sure, yeah. What are I've your thoughts? There. My thoughts on Portland? Yeah, give me your thoughts. I need a true... Here you go. A great coffee, but everybody's wild for the coffee. You have to drink like six cups of coffee just to get through a day when you're in Portland. And then you're like, why is nobody addressing this kind of weird situation and the weird vibe downtown, but also food trucks? So great. Food trucks are terrific. And then, oh my gosh, the gorge. And you're like, yes, let me take a hike through there, but uh, is that enough? They got the donuts. They put stuff on donuts. But they could be like regular old donuts, right? Right? You have yeah. the donuts and you're like, man, is this it? We're in line? Okay. Nothing beats uh, old-fashioned donut for me. Ooh, wait. Did you end up? Go did you go to Round Rock Donuts when you were in Austin? No. no. Okay. But I will. That's a good spot. Okay, I'm, I'm recommending that. Um, hmm. God. What about a lesbian sex dungeon? You ever go to one of those? <laughs> I have been to those. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've been, I've been down there. It's just like, it's just like, wow, God's amazing. You know, you go, you just like. God's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you could see, you're seeing, it's like the whole world, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you go to the whole, whole new world, you know, like Disney, but not a Disney movie. No, certainly not. Now, I've never been to a sex dungeon, not for mm. lack of invitation, but because I always <laughs> think sex, when I hear the word dungeon, I think that's an environment where I will not be great at sex in. Right. You know, like that's right. not conducive to me being good at sex, being in a dungeon. And I don't mm. like going places where mm. I know that whatever the activity is, I'm not going to be good at, which is why I don't go square dancing. And there's a right. kind of the same thing, aren't right. they? Square dancing and lesbian sex dungeons? I mean, they're the same, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I've been as a voyeur, you know? Like, just to see, like, oh, I'm cool enough to be here, but just like, yeah, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> I just want to watch. Um, but is it damp? There's lots of moss down there. What's going on? It's, you know, they're just, it's, it's very dark. So, like, you really have to, like, you, you know, watch your corners. Um, yeah. <laughs> you could be in a different situation. Um, yeah, it's good for research. I mean, you never, you know, you learn a lot. Sure, get some you know, ideas. They, you know, they do, te they test out stuff in front of everyone. Everyone was just like, wow, I, I didn't know this is all, this is even possible. So that's why I go to the, uh, sometimes I go to the pet store 
I, have the, I get the same thing. Like, wow, that's a fish. A fish comes in that scale and size and color. You have to actually feed fish. Like, you, that's I didn't fun. even. Did you have any kids when you were younger? I mean, sorry, no, sorry, never mind. Kids while I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say pets, but then I said kids. So I, I had you one. You're pet. going for that. Go for it. <laughs> no, I tell you, I had a pet who was a fish, and his name was Richie, and I won him at a school fair. And I thought, Fitch, uh, Richie uh, needs some sunlight. And so I uh. put Richie on the windowsill. And the great streaming sunlight, that wonderful Pennsylvania light, came in through the window while I was at school and cooked Richie so that he was a fish stick by the time I came home. So thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, you, that story is so f- close to your heart. I didn't even know I was drawing on those parts of you. Um, All of me is right on the surface. Mm. That's just where I exist. I'm very raw. Are we using these, by the way, the tarot cards? They're just informing everything that we're doing. But they're not even. They're actual tarot cards. If you They're to not flip. even flipped. I mean, what? They're what not flipped. Let me, just, let me just flip one. Do you sure. even, what is this? Do you know? I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All the cards are making you want to pick another one. <laughs> is it okay? Wait, okay, okay. Wait, I'll wait, tell wait. you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay, no, this I is picked a second. This two is card the one. Options. No, no, no. Two card options. No, I no. picked two card options. Even two. my owl turned around when you. Picked okay, that. wait, hold on. It was on. like, oh god. Part of this says daughter, so I feel like it's very relevant. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. you can think about that. The one you picked, ladies and gentlemen, the devil, <laughs> Lord of the Gates of Matter. So what that means when you pull a de- uh, devil card? Oh wait! Card, oh, oh, it actually does say the devil. Yeah, that's actually the devil card. I've never seen anybody pull that from my deck before. <laughs> okay. But uh, that means that uh, you are going to get a great salad <laughs> in your future. I'm not totally skilled at reading these cards, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy a nice chopped salad. Maybe with some oh, protein. Oh, okay. Maybe with the. Uh, uh, some kind of grain. These are these are positive things. This the card I pulled says "Daughter of the Reconcilers." Mm. Reconcilers. How do words work? <laughs> Nobody knows. What do you think that means? What does this mean? I don't even want to see that devil one up. There is fewer boobs, so I can't really tell. Mm, I'm thrown. <laughs> All of these cards I'm have thrown. boobs. There is on a them. lion. Is that a lion? Okay, we'll uh, do some reading later because it's. Uh, <laughs> It's great. No, if you want to, we'll, we'll do some backstage. Um, Wanjiko, uh, you have um, uh, some shows coming up that you're going to be doing? I'm, I really just want to touch this for good luck. <laughs> I don't know what this means. Crystals? Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, touching that. <laughs> no, that's good. You're going to maybe pick up some of my old stuff. Uh, but that's great. That's great. We will. It's, it's good. Touch everything. Ooh. Touch everything. This is a, a got one eye on there. That's a spoon, spoon that was bent by a mentalist that was given to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. this is a, just a picture. We've of never a really focused on the tablescape. Picture before, of a place you want to go. I put so much time into it. Had to bring it on the subway in a special sack. So this is nice <laughs> that we get you, to see the Gowanus postcard. This lady has a third eye, and this one I bought <laughs> at that weird Namaste bookshop. 
And this one I found in Ohio, but it spoke to me. You just spent your candle. day thinking about all the things you wanted on this table? That's right. I okay. do. I spent a lot of time thinking about it. And, and then those you found crystals are one of this is from, I think, uh, Arkansas. This, which they have nice quartz. Uh, so the lady with there. the one eye, is that like very close to your heart? Oh, all of this stuff is my emotional being just laid out on the mm. table. That's what I do. You mm. know, that's what I do. And the spoon, okay. And the spoon is me trying to get through it all. Okay, whatever. Absolutely. I'm not judging your stuff. Thank you. At all. That's great. <laughs> I take it you're not in on all that. You, have you had a psychic reading before? Oh, yeah. I've had multiple. Really? Psychic reading. One of them was in the bathroom. Here? No. Okay. <laughs> bathroom once, and then another one was just like this random woman on the side of the road in Texas who it, it was like $10. I'm like, yeah, I want to change my life. So I, <laughs> I didn't even know what she said, but I'm just like, I just gave her 10 bucks and I walked out. The other one was like two weeks ago at a party. Um, I don't think it was positive, but I think it, <laughs> it was interesting. Well, I think you have a little bit of uh, cleansing work to do. <laughs> and uh, maybe you could uh, check into my guided meditation tape series that I have now. My most recent one is a New York City apartment heating pipe that right. clangs and clacks at odd intervals throughout the evening. <laughs> so put that on and relax. Oh, I'm but excited. When Gico, where can we see you next? Uh, Pacific Standard tomorrow at 8. Oh, Mockingbird at 8. Friday every, you know. Around. around. We'll check you out around. Wanjiko uh, uh, Eke, ladies uh, and gentlemen. She's uh, around. Oh, man. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. You can, see, you can stay around? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, non-binary conforming individuals, let's bring up our, our, our next guest uh, for the evening. She's the star of Screens of Multiple Sizes. Uh, she's the hero to classical oboists everywhere due to her role on Mozart in the Jungle. And she's a great musician in her own right. This is Lola Kirk. <laughs> Lola, how are you? Um, I feel insecure that my, dr like my fishnets are showing through my skirt. Oh, my gosh. And my underwear are mine showing through my pants? Yeah. Okay. That's why I felt <laughs> weird about mine. Don't worry about it. It's a free space. It's a safe space. Good. And we're all friends here. Thanks it's terrific. That's <laughs> great. All right. Here we go. <laughs> well, Lola, uh, we want to talk about uh, music and touring that you just got back from. I definitely want to talk about that. But also, first, uh, Mozart in the Jungle. You are on this show, and uh, I just uh, watched uh, 30 episodes. I binge-watched <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Have you ever binge-watched something, Lola? Thank you. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot of work that I've done. Yeah, that's uh, like more work than I did to make the 30 episodes, I feel like. That's how I feel. Uh, it's really taxing for me, but it's a wonderful program, and you're good, Thank you. good in it. And it's Now, one of the things that happens in that show, of course, if you, has anybody seen this program? Have you watched them? Yeah, people enjoy it. Uh, it's wonderful, and it's on Amazon, so free shipping, which more shows should give us stuff. <laughs> You know what I mean? I actually didn't even get free shipping until uh, I, I had been kicked off of Amazon Prime oh. um, before the show. And then they said if we won an award, they would give me a year <laughs> of Amazon Prime. 
and they haven't noticed that it's been over a year since the award. Um, so I'm still riding that sweet free shipping high. Yes, but I agree. Yeah, we should get more from capitalism. Right? Like yes. NBC could send me a smoothie, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. I'd watch more shows. Now, part of the program that you're on, of course, uh, uh, deals with classical music, and throughout the show, there's like classical, you know, composers that kind of pop up. <laughs> throughout, don't they? And it's like, oh no, there's Tchaikovsky or there's uh, Sibelius or whoever. Neither of them have been on the show, but yeah. No, Tchaikovsky was on the show. No. I watched 30 episodes <laughs> of this program and he shows up there with a beard. You better believe he's there. But I just thought that um, just, you know, it's kind of like this, isn't it? When the thing happens, look over there. Ah, Wolfgang is here. <laughs> All right. A little Mozart just pops up. I don't have any scenes with Mozart because I'm a woman and the <laughs> gender of the composer only appears to the uh, parallel, the appropriate gender of the... You have gender-specific visions. Yeah. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe that'll change. I don't know what's going to happen for your character. Hi, Lai. Haley Rutledge. <laughs> Who came up with that idea to call you Highlight? I believe that was Gael. Gael. Yeah. Garcia. Bernal. Bernal. Oh, my God, I have a really funny joke. Okay. Okay, okay. So James Bond and Jean-Claude Van Damme meet each other. And James Bond is like, hey, the name's Bond. James Bond. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, the name's Dam. Van Damme. Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's so long, he has trouble saying it. <laughs> yeah, you guys can, you can borrow that joke. Just credit me. That's terrific. Uh, <laughs> but you have fun doing this show. Is it good? You feel good with it? You happy with the work? Sure, it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic, right? I mean, uh, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. I, I, yeah, okay. I love it. And if, if people have seen it, you know that most of the show takes place in the alleyway next to the public theater. True. <laughs> almost if only. Almost the first and second <laughs> seasons. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they didn't. They just changed the posters. <laughs> there they are. Uh-oh, dispute. But it, it's, it's really great, and I, I like watching that because I'm familiar with that stretch. I go to Astor Liquors a lot. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> you were recently in Venice uh, shooting this, the that last season. That was like season. a year and a half ago, but yeah. But for me, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you shot the third season took place a lot in Venice and I love going there I love Venice I've been a number of times and let me tell you something when you get off that airport and you get in the water taxi and you start zipping across that water through the Grand Canal I feel like Clooney <laughs> when I'm doing it there's nothing like it is there no it's a magical place I just was thinking about George Clooney and the, Do the Dos Amigos ads yeah. Him and his friend on a motorcycle. I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy anything he's selling. <laughs> I bought that Nespresso thing. <laughs> Casinos. I just I like, like, what does he sell? The motorcycle <laughs> ad, because it's like, drink a bunch of our tequila and then ride motorcycles with your friends. Oh, yeah, he's got the whole tequila empire down there. The dr whatever. Never mind. He owns it's a tequila company, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? But it's yeah. just funny because it's like they're advocating like drunk driving. That's, yeah. You know which what, is dumb. You know what will happen with that? 
Almulet. <laughs> well, everyone should have an almulet. But uh, if something goes wrong, statue. Do I have a favorite statue? Do you have a favorite statue? Mm, growing up, my mom had a lot of statues of the Virgin Mary in our house, but yep. we're Jewish. She just liked them because she thought they were chic. You know what I like to do? Paint a third eye on them. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Two bucks of Goodwill and a little bit of gouache. Uh, <laughs> well, you have a lot of like uh, uh, broken things around the home, things that you've intervened with, things that you've done stuff to, yeah? <laughs> you say me specifically yeah, or people, you. At, people in general have that? I don't think, well, maybe people do. Are you sensing psychically that I have a lot of broken things in my house? I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a point of frustration for me of late. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm being a human being is really hard. There's so many loose ends. Thank you. Yes, I know. Sometimes you spend 28 bucks on a wig and you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is not worth it. It's so hot. <laughs> it also looks terrible. <laughs> Does it look bad? Yes, oh your other all hair right. is so good. Thank oh you. my God, that's there we an, go. That's not an all. <laughs> Sexiest shaman alive is what I took from that. Now, that's okay. Just put it in the bag. Uh, you play your own music. Yes. And you were inspired. Uh, I think you grew up around music, and so you, 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 you embraced it at some point. And it's great that you're doing this show that's about music. Uh, fantastic, fine. It's actually helped me to rediscover my love of classical music and how beautiful it can be. But uh, you've been out uh, touring, playing with your band. Yes, I have. And your band is called what? Uh, they're called Lola Kirk. See, that's smart. <laughs> this is what you got to do. Get your name right up there. I don't know any uh, members of any band that had a name other than the P. Kenny Rogers? Yeah, yeah. I know that guy. You know? <laughs> right. Dolly Parton? Right. Absolutely. I like to think of it more like George Foreman and his children. Like, they're <laughs> all George. They're all Lola. <laughs> if you're part of the band. That's the mo that is exactly the model you want to have for a recording career. Yeah. Yeah. George Foreman is uh, <laughs> terrific. And the grill, great. Yeah, it might be sponsoring a grill. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> would you do that? Would you sponsor a product? What would it be? Oh, my God. The Diva Cup. <laughs> like, I actually had a meeting recently at my agency where I was like, Okay, they were like, so, like, what products do you love? And I was like, they were like, do you like whiskey? And I was like, sure. They were like, sure. do you like, like, I don't know, these designers? And I was like, eh. And then they were like, what would you do? And I said, the Diva Cup, because I have a really good idea for the, do you guys know what a Diva Cup is? Okay, it's the best thing that ever happened to women. But it also. I have only a vague sense of what okay, it is. Okay, it's a menstrual cup, and it's made of uh, rubber, and you use one a year. Oh, my God. This is a dream come true. One you a year. Yeah, you use one a year. You just oh. boil it like after each use, oh, and sure. it's better for the environment. You don't even feel it. Blah blah. blah. But you know that Charlize Theron like Dior ad where she's got like perfume, like she's like running through the desert, and then she like sprays a bunch of perfume. Yes. At the end. I yeah. was thinking like, <laughs> oh my god, this is a terrible idea. But the idea is that like you're like a woman, and you're like running through the desert, and then you like take the diva cup out, and you like pour your blood like all <laughs> over you. <laughs> And that would be the ad for Diva Cup. And then you're like, Diva Cup. <laughs> you know? It, w it would be you, though. Yeah, of yeah, course it yeah, would be yeah, me. Yeah. No, it would be Diva George Cup. Clooney and his friend on motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to sell him. Or maybe yeah. it will. I don't know. It would sell to yeah, me. Sure, I'd sure. buy it. I'd be like, what's this Diva Cup all about? I bought 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that would be my product. <laughs> well, I, I think it could work. 
I think you should pursue that. But now when you're touring with the, with the you did a mini tour. We all use Diva Cups on the tour. Good, good. Thank I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to get one, so don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> you put whiskey in it? <laughs> no. No, okay. <laughs> That's, I immediately regret asking that question. Uh, so <laughs> sometimes words happen and you're like, nope. Um, put it back in the bottle. Uh, so, uh, uh, but you were on this mini tour. And you're out there doing things. Did you? I understand. Maybe you had a spooky encounter at a haunted castle in Kalamazoo. Oh boy, did I! Yeah. So me and my friend, we were looking for like a fun destination in Michigan. Yeah. Um, Good luck. Thank you. I found myself on the PureMichigan.com website. Oh. I, I never thought I'd be there, but I was, <laughs> and it recommended this very spooky inn, and. Um, I was like, this is a joke. Like, it's not going to be as spooky as the guy on the phone sounds. Yeah. But then when we got there, the guy literally had a melted half face. Ooh. Like, it was like one eye had just, like, melted. And he had a Transylvanian accent. <laughs> and they were like, there's only one other guest at the inn tonight. And I was like, oh, okay. And they were like, are you sure you want to sleep all the way in Queens Tower, which is the room that I'd booked, because I thought that sounded like a place in Queens, New York, that sounded like a nice, like, gentrified building. Queen's Tower. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we go to Queen's Tower, and it's yeah. legit the scariest place on earth. There's a gooey lock. Like, you can't lock it, because if you put the key in, it just is like goo. And then we went out onto the terrace, and there was a rusty ladder that, if you had thrown it down, could reach the, the yard, so, like, a ghost could climb up it and yeah. kill you. They love to climb. <laughs> Chills. Yeah. Chills. And then I turned on the TV, and the latest movie from James L. Brooks was playing. Wow. I know. It was the scariest night of my life. <laughs> that is spooky whenever you see a James yeah. L. Oh, Brooks and film. And also the owner pointed out, he was like, oh, the owners of the hotel, they are keeping vigil over you tonight from the graveyard. Like, legit pointed out their graves across the street. This guy seems like he's really uh, having fun with it. He was. He also made amazing scrambled eggs, and I would highly recommend. I he would made, stay there again. He made what? Scrambled eggs? Yeah, in the morning. He made us scrambled eggs. You think that makes up for it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I grew up in a haunted house. They legit found bones in the basement of our house. But did you down. experience the ghosts moving 100% about? 100% all the time. We would have seances where I would just like make out with like other girls. <laughs> I would be like, you want to come over for a seance? We're 13. That's cool. Do you want to make out? They'd be like, sure. And then, I mean, that sounds like pervy now in this day and age. We were all having fun, and it was very consensual. But what then is a seance? <laughs> <laughs> it's I a thought it was different. It you was get different. together and make out. Yeah, yeah, because we were thirteen. We, it, we were exploring the 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 unknown. But Sit anyway, quietly there were and wait for a wine glass to spin around. Well, huh. yeah, but shit got really weird, and there were bit bones in the basement that were found later. Found later, meaning what? Well, then we like Somebody sold the in? house, and someone moved in, and they sold it because it was too haunted. And then they had it like <laughs> excavated, and they found human remains in the basement of the house. And we were like, "Oh, that explains that's it." That's why. Yep. Was there knocking and uh, all kinds of stuff happening? I don't. E that's not even the half of it. Not even. That's just. Later, we'd have psychic. My mom. We also had like psychics like live with us in our house. My mom loves a psychic. She really likes to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Just because like, that would make life better or worse, in my opinion. I steer clear, except for you. I didn't realize. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> We're drawn to the things that we know, aren't we? So we just true. We keep circulating through yeah. this. 
And you, we're all just powerful. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Well, I, I grew up in an old house, and there were ghosts, too, so I know what you're talking about. Did you feel haunted by them? Not haunted. I was comforted by their okay. presence. Most of them were good ghosts and uh, were looking out for me, I thought. That's so nice. It is nice. Yeah. But you walk into a haunted place, you have to acknowledge it. You have to say, spirits, I acknowledge that you are here and I am not trespassing. I am just a temporary visitor. Please, uh, uh, I wish you no harm. You have to kind of, that's what I do in every hotel room I go in at this point. <laughs> really? I just burn, I, I bring, honestly, I bring Palo Santo with me. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, to, to be real. That and like a, you know, pink Himalayan salt lamp. Oh, yeah. Like travel that, size. That and nice. a diva cup. A lot of times I walk into a room and I think, needs more salt. <laughs> 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 I like the couch, but mm, not enough salt. <laughs> but uh, your your music is uh, wonderful, and the, the album yes. is called also Lola Kirk. When <laughs> you put it that way, <laughs> it seems pretty dumb. No, it was just called e EP. I don't know. That album's old news, though. I have a new record that's going to come out at a mystical time in the 2018 Soon. year. Yeah. And uh, unlike, uh, but there's a little darkness in, in your music, uh, but not uh, maybe Midnight in Scranton, but uh, maybe a little bit more like <laughs> Sunset in Echo Park. No. Right? I resent that. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my worst nightmare. 3 a.m. in Joshua Tree. Oh, even worse. <laughs> uh, 2 a.m. Bodega in uh, Sunset Park. No, can we? I'm fucking New Yorker. I mean, I like yeah. L.A., but... But Sunset Park here. I mean Brooklyn, Sunset Park. Oh, okay, Park. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that better? Industry City. I've actually never been. And I, I know I just like yelled. <laughs> I was a New Yorker. <laughs> no one knows where it is. <laughs> it's okay. I just turned over a car. What was it? No, no, no. It's that it's Temperance. It, it's it, let it go. Nobody needs that. Uh, temperance is out the window. Uh, but you are a lifelong New Yorker. I mean, sort of. Yeah, you're born yeah. in London. You live in L.A. No, I live here. New Yorker. You live here. <laughs> I mean, I go back and I go back and forth. Okay. Well, one thing I've always wanted <laughs> to ask a New Yorker: What's your favorite Thanksgiving Day parade balloon? <laughs> um, I don't know. I honestly, like, I went once, and it was because I was working at it, and I was just focused on the work, not on the balloons. You were actually holding on to the balloon, <laughs> no, or I were wish. you? No, it, I. <laughs> it was not a balloon. It was my my first movie. I, this movie, Mistress America, the Noah Baumbach movie. There's a scene in it where we're at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. And that was actually shot like three weeks before we started shooting the movie. And I was just trying to impress. But all I had to do was stand in the crowd for like seven hours. Well, they just filmed. They literally used 30 seconds of it. Yeah. But I was freezing. And I was also going through like a really hard time. So I was like holding back tears, like watching these balloons, which I'm sure made for some drama on screen. But you wouldn't know because the scene was only 30 seconds long. But I wasn't, I was just like pretending to watch. I was acting like I was watching, but I wasn't watching, you know? Did you know there were balloons? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were really committed to the work. And I value that, so thank you. That's wonderful. I think I'd be a good balloon. What's your favorite Floating balloon? Floating out there. My favorite balloon? Yeah. It's the snork. An underappreciated 80s cartoon. 
And I think it symbolizes all that's wonderful about the Thanksgiving Day Parade because sometimes they throw in one that's just trying to be contemporary and then it quickly doesn't become contemporary. But people have committed to a giant inflatable and so they have to keep parading it through. I don't know what that fireman's about. Sometimes Woody Woodpecker, we haven't seen him in years. You know what I mean? They just, Pink Panther. I mean, they just come through, and I love that because the ki young kids are like, what is that? And you have to explain, well, it was a thing, and it had a, you know, Peter Sellers, but then it was also this kind of animated intro, and then they also had a thing. And he sells, in sh uh, like, um, um, what's it called? Um, insulation, thank you. And that's like, it's like an insulation salesman, and so you should really, anyhow, let's focus on the, but I'd love to be a balloon. I'm sure we could get a, a Dale Seaver balloon. Do you think that would happen? Do you know people like flying we, out there, casting above <laughs> little people holding on to me, like the cast of my favorite musical, lip syncing in the cold? <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> Throwing crystals into the audience. Take it. That would be great. I love it. But you'll be here for Thanksgiving? I'm going up to my mom's house. That's great. Up, up in the city. No. No. She moved to Westchester. Westchester. That's yeah. all right. That's all right. No, it's great. I feel like I'm having like a childhood I never had. Yeah. Because I like there's a tree there. Sure. So. Will you rake leaves? I will not. No. <laughs> Burn them? No. No. Just uh, enjoy the bare bareness of it. Yeah. Live in the presence of fall. Our close. I think it's winter close now. Close proximity to death. Mm. Right around the corner. I love that. Yeah. That's why I don't like L.A. as much. I'll go back to L.A. and I'll be like, oh, fuck New York. <laughs> but, but right now, I'm really into New York. Sure. Yeah. It's a good time to be here. It is. And uh, I'm happy you're here. Me too. And I'm happy for everything that you've done. And the, the show is great. There's going to be a fourth season. Yes. I can't wait to see what happens to High Lie. And what did you say? Sibelius? Yeah. Tchaikovsky? Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll be there. I hope that they're there big time. Big time. <laughs> go back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that part up. Sibelius, not there. Right. Tchaikovsky, actually there. Mozart, yes. And then some other person I don't remember. And Beethoven. Yes. Yeah. Beethoven, yeah. So, I mean, okay. I mean, that's like, what, like 15 hours of my life. I am astonished. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm grateful. That's great. I got a lot of shipping that I need to get done. <laughs> so it was my pleasure to do it. Uh, and so we'll see the album at some point. Yes, the album is coming out next next year, and then I have a show on Sunday at yes. Baby's All Right. Playing, playing with the band. Playing with the Lola Kirks. The Lola Kirks. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrific. Well, Lola, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Lola Everyone's Kirk, so cool. everybody. That's wonderful. And that's our entire show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear for all of our guests. Sarah Lazarus, Kylie Lotz, Wanjiko Eke, Lola Kirk, Cornelius back there. Cornelius Loy doing his thing. My thanks to all of you in the Guana Souvenir Shop and to the Slipper Room, of course. I'm Dale Seaver, and remember, although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Thanks for being here. <laughs> oh, what fun, what fun we had, even better than tripping in New Orleans. Truth be told, I don't think I really had that much of a reaction to the little brownie. Oh well, I get mine just being me. 
Lucky numbers this week are 15, 3, and so much love, which accounts for the number of hours I spent watching Mozart in the jungle, the number of hours worth of sleep I got this weekend in New Orleans, and the amount of love I have for the guests and audience members who we have that come out for these live shows, and of course you listening at home. Personalized reading goes to Leon Dupree, Inspires Forge, Louisiana. Believe us when we say... You just throw that hair tie down the stairs and off you go. Okay, Leon, that'll do it for us. More episodes weekly coming up, plus a return to SF Sketchfest in January with another big show, and then we return to New York City. Stay tuned for a great season of Deep Night with Dale. Deep Night is brought to you by Jameson Spirit Cleanser, the original prairie-grade sage that you can burn whenever things start making noises in your walls. Or a spirit appears at the foot of your bed wearing 18th century sailing regalia. Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 10 podcast image by artist Kelsey Roten. Deep Night Season 10 theme by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the season provided by the talented roster of Howler Hills Farm. The Deep Night Podcast can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on Apple Podcasts, where we kindly ask you to subscribe and then leave a rating or a review. Once again, thank you for listening.